Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 144 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, we're just doing a general catch up about what life has happened in our respective households. Talking about Alex getting his driver's license and all the soccer the Shankles have enjoyed over the last few weeks, not to mention television. Before we get to all of that though, I want to tell you about something that Melanie and I both love with our whole undivided hearts. And that is FabFitFun. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full size, all the way full size, beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99, but always has a value of $200. And you will find the most fun things inside. You might find skincare from Glam Glow or Kate Somerville or Dr. Brandt. You might find fashion items from Vince Camuto or Free People or Michael Stars. You might find beauty products from... Tarte or Moroccan oil or Zoya. It is a needed product in my life. So don't miss out. The FabFitFun boxes sell out fast. And fortunately, you can subscribe using our coupon code and get $10 off your first box. So here's what you do you go to fabfitfun.com and use the code BIGBOO, B I G B O O. So you can save $10 off your first box, which will make it only $39.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use the code BIGBOO for $10 off your first box. What a fun way to treat yourself and feel like it's your birthday four times a year. Alrighty, friends, as always, we are so glad you're here with us. We hope you laugh a little and we hope you enjoy episode 144. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And it's a Saturday morning. Yes, it is. Um, We have tried to record this probably. This is the third or fourth time this week. It is. Yeah, we've had because we've had some free time in the summer, but I kept forgetting. Well, like I can't remember why we first couldn't record. I know yesterday was my fault because I had forgotten that the U.S. women were playing at the exact time I had told you I could record. Right. And then the day before. Four, at some point it was because I had forgotten that we were going to have painters here and Alex was trying to get out of the house and I had haze. It was just a, a lot of, a lot of potential noise Yeah, yeah. Um, during the time we were going to record. Yeah. And then I can't, there was some other reason why we didn't, but here we are now. Here we are. It took us till Saturday morning, but we made it and here we are. And now it's quiet. I've got my dogs outside. Um, Piper just helped herself. Caroline had gotten up. So Perry's not here this morning. So Caroline had gotten up, rolled out of bed about noon, and she had made herself a cup of coffee and 
grab some cold cheese pizza out of the fridge because, you know, uh-huh. that's what uh-huh. we're doing. And she had eaten it except for the crust. And before we got on the podcast, I was like, the dogs need to go outside. I'm going to put them out. And Piper helped herself and she managed to eat both of those cheese pizza crusts before I could grab her. <laughs> And I mean, scarfed them down. I've never seen somebody eat something so fast. And then I had to really get out of the house because I thought she may throw them right back up. But she kind of side-eyed me walking all the way out of the house like I have no regrets. Uh-huh. I have zero uh-huh. regrets about what I just did. So That's right. Worth yeah. it. Yeah, worth totally it. worth it. And I told her, I said, that's why you're on a diet right now, Piper, because you have no self-control and you look like a... <laughs> sausage with toothpick legs right now and so perry's already said we've got to cut back her food but it's because she's sneaking cheese pizza on the side that's right <laughs> she's desperate she's <laughs> desperate she's starving we've oh. all been there we've all been there so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what about y'all what have y'all been doing so um i woke up this morning david is at the lake today with some friends and um, Alex and I are here. And so I woke up this morning and drank my coffee and uh, and flipping around, you know, about once a year, I decide I want to catch up on the Kardashians. So, you know, just, I I hate to be out of the loop. And so there's some kind of marathon going on right now. So I turned that on and I'm going to tell you something just in, in, in watching a couple of episodes, I noticed all of, all of them, all the Kardashian, Jenner, Disick clan, all uh-huh, of them uh-huh. have these pristine refrigerators in terms uh-huh. of the, the way they're, the way they're organized, the way that their beverages are, you know, some of them have specific refrigerators just for beverages. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to get in here and it's, it's time anyway. I haven't like washed my, my refrigerator shelves and all that since probably before Christmas. Yeah. And so I emptied the refrigerator. I washed all the shelves and I put all of, all of the beverages in the refrigerator. Oh, that, yes, I did. I, I, I moved up a shelf so that the top shelf is just bottles of beverages. Okay. And I feel, I feel, I feel a little Hollywood. I'm not going to lie. I feel a little like, I mean, I grouped like things with like things. Okay. Um, And so the top shelf now is just all, what would you like to drink? The top shelf has some options for you. Please feel free to look on the top shelf of our refrigerator because that's where all the drinks are. Um, And I, 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 it's the most organized I've felt in months. I mean, okay. I just, I can't tell you. So anyway, so now the refrigerator's cleaned out and it's like I've, I've, I've worked a whole week and it's, it's not even one o'clock in the afternoon. So I mean, you have been, and here's what I want to say. People want to say that the Kardashians don't necessarily inspire goodness in the world, but I think that you proved them wrong just by that, because look at what they I inspired mean, you to do today. That's exactly right. I mean, they have single handedly or maybe not even single handedly, but collectively they have upped our beverage storage and refrigeration game. And so, wow. anyway. Okay. That um, is productive. That makes me feel, I'm going to tell you what I've done. I've turned on some soccer this morning. I watched mm-hmm. my child eat cheese pizza. I have mm-hmm. microwaved myself a Pop-Tart. Um, okay. And I've drank a cup of coffee. That's about what I've accomplished this morning. Well, listen, some days are slower. Yes. <laughs> some days are slower. And I, but I, um, I don't know. I just, I think because we've had all this, the, the, we had the painters inside. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Now we have, oh, this is a picture from the lake. I'm going to turn my, mm. my phone off. Um, 
so we had the painters inside. Now we have the painters outside. Yes. And they're still not quite finished, but there's been something about it. I think kind of cleaning out the, the yeah. spaces where they've painted inside. I'm just in that mode, like yeah. where I think probably yeah. next I'm going to get after the pantry. I'm okay. just in a mode where I want, I want all the clutter gone. I just want, I, get it. I want everything. And listen to this. What? Earlier this week when I was still in this mode, I cleaned out my closet and I know how you like to do a closet clean out. Oh, I do. Well, my friend Stephanie told me mm-hmm. that there's this consignment place um, called Style Encore. Apparently it's a chain. Okay. And you take your stuff in there. She had taken her stuff in there just thinking like, I just will consign the stuff I don't want. Well, they pay you on the spot for your clothes. Oh. Listen. And it, they and they have like, they they have all kinds of things. They have like workout stuff and they've got it like the our store close to us. It was super organized. Like they've got all the workout stuff in one place. All the shoes are in a certain place. They have jewelry. They have like, there's a section for designer wallets, a section for just regular wallets, a section for designer purses. Um, So I took a huge, I mean like a big old bag of clothes in there, I guess on Monday. Yeah. And I walked out with a check for $114. No. Well, that is golden. I love that. Yeah. So, and then the the few little things they didn't take, there's a a drop-off place in that same parking lot where you can donate it. Uh And so then I just took that stuff and donated it and it was, it was done. But like I took, like I have some, you know, it was just different stuff, Uh but um, some old Navy stuff that I hadn't really worn, um, some stuff I'd gotten in Nordstrom Rack. I had several things that still had tags on it Uh for whatever reason. I found a pair of flares that I forgot I bought that now I didn't, I didn't consign. I'm going to keep them. I just forgot I bought them. Yeah. Um, I had some, some antelope shoes that I bought a few years ago that were never, ever comfortable to me. Okay. Just that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I just loaded it up. But now I want to do like an accessories run and take purses and wallets oh, and stuff yeah. that I don't use anymore. But it was great. I mean, like. That is great. They, just, they cut you a check, right? Like they go, th- it takes them a little bit to go through your stuff and then they cut you a check. Wow. Well, that is pretty amazing. Yeah. So okay. FYI, okay. if you have a style encore and wherever you live. Okay. Well, now I'm going to have to look that up and see if I do, mm-hmm. because, you know, I always clean out my closet and, you know, and it's so hard to know. I mean, I'm, because some of it, I don't know. I just, I don't always know what to do with stuff. And sometimes I keep stuff just because I'm like, well, this is too nice to just give away, but it's like, but I'm still not going to wear it. Yeah. I, and like my thing, I had a lot of, I had dresses like I always buy dresses and think I'm going to wear uh-huh. them and then I never wear dresses. Uh-huh. So I had a couple of dresses in that stack. I had some pants. I mean, just, you know, all stuff that, that I liked, yeah. but it was just like, okay, I have not thought enough of this thing uh-huh. over the course of the last year to really wear it. Yes. So let's give somebody else a chance. Yeah. And their prices in, inside the store are great. And I thought, I thought when I was in there, I thought the next time I feel like I need a dress, I need to come in here and buy a dress. Instead of going somewhere and playing full price for a dress that I'm going to wear one time. Yes, yes. I need to go to Style Encore and get a dress and not feel bad about it yeah. and, and pay $18 for it. Yeah, it's so much better because I always think that I, we do have a, well, I don't know, Style Encore. We have something called Encore for Women. I wonder if that's the same. It came up, it's the same. 
but I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I'll have to find out. But anyway, all that to say, I do that same thing because I always think, oh, I'm going to get this. And then I save a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, but if a wedding or something comes up, I'll wear this dress. But here's the thing. If a wedding or something comes up, I'm not going to want to wear that tired dress that's in my closet. I'm going to want something new. Right. You that's kind of how, that's, that's sort of how I roll. So okay. anyway, so that's just a good option for people if they are wanting to clean out their closets. So okay. I cleaned out my closet. I cleaned out the the bar area a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I got after the refrigerator this morning. I'm going to get after the pantry. Like there's something about it that just makes me like my house so much more. Okay. You know, I when everything's that. all. Yes. It made you, it was a catalyst for a lot of change. It was a catalyst. So they're not finished with the, with painting the outside yet, but, um, but I don't know. It's been, it's been a good jump start for me. Just because you know how you get about the house, and we've talked about that before, but like, yeah, you know, it's just been a good jump start. Okay, that's good. That's good. Well, that made me feel like maybe I don't know. Maybe now I'll be productive enough. Maybe I'll get out of my pajamas today. Maybe that's what I'll do. Well, you got. I'll send you a picture up. of the top shelf of my refrigerator so you can see. Okay. Okay. I mean, it can't. Here's the thing. We we all know that no refrigerator will ever be like Yolanda. Hadid Foster's refrigerator on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Remember that? All those seasons ago, that glass front. Yes. And it had those like baskets of lemons in it. Yes. Baskets of everything. So many baskets of so many things. So many baskets. And to me, I felt like, you know how you see certain things, like there are certain things that people have, or you see a certain lifestyle and you're like, oh, like they're rich. Like that's not even like... (laughs) Yeah. They are rich. And like that, it wasn't even the glass front refrigerator so much that Yolanda had. I mean, maybe the fact that she lives on a property with a lemon orchard should clue me in that she's sure. rich. But what really stood out to me is she spent a lot of money at the container store for all those baskets. Like that, that's a fortune oh. in baskets. Yes, ma'am, she did. Uh-huh. She spent, oh, there she, there she uh-huh. is. Um. She spent a lot of money at the container store. And, you know, he remarried just like yesterday or the day before oh, yeah. to, to Kathleen, Kath, Catherine McPhee. That's it. Catherine McPhee. Yes. Who's like the same age as his daughters. But here's what was interesting about that to me was I was flipping around again. Uh-huh. I was in the kitchen doing something. And there was a, like yesterday morning, maybe, or the day before, there was an old Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on where like when Brandy was still on there okay. and Yolanda was still on there. And so they were trying to make peace on some trip. And they had to, they were going around to say like one thing they liked or admired about everybody. Uh-huh. And Brandy was being super passive aggressive and saying stuff like, I like your eyes. Yes. Because she, she didn't, she said she didn't really like anything about some of them. So she would just point out a feature. Uh-huh. Um, but Lisa Vanderpump said about Yolanda Foster, she was like, I really admire the kind of wife you are. And I heard that like Instagram, oh. like that very, like done, da, 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 yes. like I heard that little sound in my head. Yes. It's sad. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Wow. It's sad. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. I don't, I don't know what happened there, I, but it's interesting to me, but I do get tickled because you remember, I don't know if you remember this, but David Foster, he's got two grown daughters from some previous marriage, Sarah, and I cannot remember the other one's name, but they had their own show for a while. Do you remember the show? Yeah. You're the one that told me about it. Or you told me, one of us told the other one about it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was funny. They had that show on that was for a while and it was funny. And it was, but now I'll see where like, they'll post like 
David Foster or Catherine McPhee will post a picture or whatever. And they're like, thanks, mom, you look great. And I get so <laughs> because I'm like well yeah and that's what you've got so but I remember it always struck me because David Foster he's composed some of the greatest love songs of all times and I thought his own love life has been very it's had a lot of bumps along the way he's had a lot of opportunities to learn about love that he has he's Mm -hmm. fallen in love a lot of different times so maybe that's why you can write all those books all those songs about love that's right. Yeah. Well, what else is going on? Anything? Um, y'all been up in y'all been in soccer. Listen, and World Cup soccer. We have been in World Cup soccer like nobody's business. We watch all the games. We were very sad. Italy lost to the Netherlands this morning. Caroline was really hoping for an Italy United States final because she felt like that would represent both of her heritage is heritage. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but I kind of, you know, Italy was a long shot and they sure enough, they lost to the Netherlands today. I felt bad for them. Um, we watched the U S and France yesterday, which was marvelous. It was an incredible game. Um, It was was so good. We are just, we're loving our soccer and it, I'm going to tell you something, Megan Rapinoe, she scored the last four goals in our last two games to win for us. So she has been such an amazing player but to me the unsung hero of yesterday these defensive players don't always get the credit but crystal dunn okay. left back and she had the game of her life like she had the hardest challenge because she was on and i can't remember the france player's name but she was on really their leading score and like the way she had to work that deal was magical she played just a incredible defensive game so was she the one who at one point slid on one knee as she kicked the ball out of yes, bounds? She was. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you <laughs> that when I saw that, when I saw her slide, like just the position she slid into yeah. would have sent me to the St. Vincent's orthopedic clinic uh-huh. here in Birmingham. Like, the position she slid into was one thing that she managed to kick the ball out of bounds as she did it. And then she hopped up like it, it blew my mind because all I could think of is what did that feel like to her knees? Yeah. I mean, not good. That was unbelievable. The way I mean, God, I don't know how she made that. I know. Unbelievable. I know. Yeah. So it was super exciting. So now the U S plays England on Tuesday, which I feel like the fact that we play England two days before the 4th of July feels so representative of so many things. <laughs> Are there going to be some, some patriotic, pa- patriotic swags of, of crepe paper in your house oh, and some, you know, perhaps some fireworks? Oh, you know that there will be, you know that there will be. Uh-huh. So um, yeah, we are going to, it'll be a whole extravaganza over here. That that's going to be our real 4th of July. It's going to be July 2nd. So that's when we will have on our stars and stripes t-shirts with our, I may make some sort of cake that looks like an American flag. We'll be all in it. With berries and strawberries. Yes. I mean, blueberries and strawberries. Yes. Yes. So well, that's, that is fantastic. Yeah. So that's what we've been doing. And then Vanderbilt won the College World Series since the last time we talked. Yes, they which did. Which I was they, thrilled um, for them. I was thrilled for them, too. They beat Michigan. Um, lost the first game, but won the last two. And I was really happy for yeah. them. They, 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 were, they were a team. It was it was hard to imagine anybody who was going to be able to beat them two out of yeah. three. Um, they just, they peaked at the right time. Yeah. They were so talented. They're, they're um, 
utterly deserving yeah. of a national yeah, championship. Yeah, they did. And have you read about, have you seen the stories about Tyler Brown, they're one of their relief pitchers? I did. I saw that last week. Oh my week. gosh. Yes. Listen, that is something. We need to link to one of those in the show notes. But like what that boy has been through in his life and then to have this moment. And it was just so redemptive to me. I just, and you know, I love... I love a good tear jerking sports story, but I was like, that is a lot for a person, one person to have been through in that short of amount of life. Yes. Like a, a like a, a legitimate lifetime like that for, for those things to have happened over the course of 80 years would be something, but yeah. over the course of 20 years is, is crazy. Is something. And mm-hmm. for him to be as resilient and to end up and that he kept fighting back, which, you know, I love somebody who doesn't have a victim mentality and it's like, he he kept getting back up no matter how life knocked him down. And I just, uh, so I loved that for them. I loved, then we've seen the Vanderbilt kid that stayed and cleaned up the dugout after oh the gosh. game. Yes. Yes, ma'am. I, mean, just, I, I, mm. I know just a lot, just a lot of goodness. All the sports brings us so much goodness. The sports bring us so much goodness and so much joy. It's, I, it's just fun to have something to get behind and to cheer mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, um, and now, listen, we'll be college football will be here before we know it. And I really like I have not paid a ton of attention to any of the the stuff going on the summer with football, I think, because state's mm-hmm. baseball season ran so late and I was in it. Yeah. Then I was mm-hmm. sad and I had to back off for a little bit. But but yes, I will start getting getting all up in that here shortly. Yeah, it'll be about time. We'll look up. It'll be time. It'll be time. Um, and you and I are taking a trip in a couple of weeks. We are taking a trip in a couple of weeks, which I'm super excited about because that's that's going to be here before we know it. I know. It's just like two, like two weeks away. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. So we'll get to be together. Um, so we've got that. And then now what do y'all do? Are y'all doing anything for July 4th? Um, no, not that I know. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. maybe David is at the lake right now with um, the guys from our small group. And so okay. Um, anyway, I think... It'll probably just be sort of a low key. We're at home. Maybe I'll cook mm-hmm. some hot dogs sort of situation. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just, I'm not aware of any kind of big plans. The 4th of July, I always say Birmingham goes to the lake and the beach. And so there's, yeah. there, I don't know, people just kind of clear out. And so there's mm-hmm. usually not a whole lot going on. So I guess we'll yeah. just be here. That's kind of how we are. And I have been laughing. I referenced this in my blog yesterday, but I do because I follow so many fashion bloggers and I feel like people have put up a multitude of like, here are some great 4th of July outfits. Here's a gingham skirt. You could order this, whatever. Here's a red, white, and blue striped maxi dress. And I'm like, what are all you people doing for the 4th of July? Like what, what is going on that we, we not only one outfit, but like we need a multitude of 4th of July outfits. And I'm like, can't I, that just, it, it's a lot. I'm like, apparently there are people that have very extravagant 4th of July plans compared to what's happening over at the Shankle house. Well, and apparently they don't get nearly as hot as I do either. Well, but, yes. Because and, and now that I think about it, David and I have been in New York the last two 4th of July's because we have, we have been oh. on trips the last two 4th of July's. And you know, the first, year before last when we went for our 20th anniversary um it was like unseasonably cool and it was delightful and it was you know it was festive and Uh um but last year it was hotter than four thousand suns and so i don't Uh remember that as being quite as festive so it just occurred to me we haven't even been here in a couple of years on the fourth so but i can assure you i will not have any sort of special outfit um, no. I think I think I mentioned last time that I dress in the summer like an elementary PE coach, and I will yeah. continue that trend. <laughs> yes. on the Fourth of July, 
perhaps yes. with a, a, a red t-shirt of some sort of some former event. Um, but I just, I cannot get up for the themed um, maxi sundress situation with a jaunty hat. That will not no. be my, my, my deal. No, it will not be my deal either, because that also seems like a lot to do if you're just sitting around your house cooking a hot dog, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's feels yeah. like a lot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and you sure. know, we used to, when Caroline was little, Gully and I have lamented this, like, so when Caroline was little, we went to the pool every 4th of July, because they do like a whole thing. And like, you would, you know, music playing, and it was festive, and you could eat up there and, you know, the whole deal. But the kids have outgrown the pool, because that's just, it's a little kid kind of thing to do. That's when Caroline was the belly flop champion for like yes. three summers in a row, and all that stuff. But we have said, like, we have, we have mourned our pool days this summer like it's just it it all changes so fast and you don't know that like we didn't know that our last summer at the pool was our last summer at the pool you know that's so funny because I was thinking about that a couple of days ago about that very thing that like you like about all the the days when you you know being in the water or sitting on Mm -hmm. the side of the pool with your feet in the water and just and then you you do it for year after year after year until you don't but you don't really Mm -hmm. know when that's gonna be and no I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I love those days. Like I loved being yeah. at the pool and I know bad chicken I know. fingers and all that kind of stuff. Yes. And it was just such a part of our, and it's just, it's like, cause it was like our guaranteed, like back then, like for so many years, it was like, we knew like when the kids, like when they get up from nap, we're going to meet at the pool. Like we'll meet at the pool. Perry would come when he got off from work. We would eat our bad chicken fingers there. Caroline would go straight to bed. It was that hole. And you'd felt like you'd I don't know, done something great because the kids were so worn out and like it was an automatic play date every single day. And then all of a sudden one summer you look up and it's like, oh, and then you have those a couple, there was a very small window of like the glory days where like Gully and I could really sit there and like read our magazines and like talk to each other and the kids could just be playing in the pool, you know, because then you didn't have to watch them really. That's like fifth and sixth grade, like fifth fifth and sixth grade-ish, suddenly they're a little bit more independent. And then- Junior high comes and, then and they don't want to go anymore. Yeah. No, mm-mm. they've outgrown it. They're too cool for it. They're not going to do it. You couldn't, you, you wouldn't catch them dead at the pool. So it's like they, you're, you're done. And, and it's, it happens the summer because it's like that nine month school period. So like you in the summer, not imagining that you won't go back. And then by the next summer, because we did that, I think it was the summer Caroline was going into seventh grade or eighth grade. We're like at the beginning of the summer, we joined the pool because that's what we always did. And I think we went twice all summer. And Perry was like, well, that was the most expensive pool membership uh-huh. in the history of the world. And so I was like, oh, yeah, we won't do that again. But we're done. Oh, I feel like I need to play a ballad. I know. I know. I mean, it, it is what it is, but it just makes summer feel different. Because like even today, like it's a Saturday and it's summer, but it's, you know, when you're in the South, it's so hot. So it's not like... It's like, okay, we want to get out and do something. What are we going to do? I mean, you're not going to go just sit outside. Right. But getting out of the, in and out of the car is like, ugh. Ugh. Terrible. Terrible. Hey, y'all. It's me. All by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to tell you about a couple of things. The first thing is Cove. Now, when I was growing up, I had several family members who consistently struggled with migraines. Even now, I have family members who battle migraines are continually looking for the best way to treat their migraines and that is where cove comes in cove is on a mission to make migraines less of a headache if you have ever had a migraine headache you know that they are the absolute 
worst and now it's a little easier to treat your condition from the comfort of your own home and that is thanks to Cove. With Cove, you can get treatment at home. You can have a consultation from the convenience of your own home. A doctor will review your symptoms and determine what is the best course of treatment for you. And then your personalized supply of medication is delivered directly to your door. And here's the thing, no medical insurance is necessary. The cost for your doctor consultation and the first month of treatment is $30 with or without medical insurance. Since migraines are personal, each treatment plan is personal too. So after your consultation, your doctor will create and tailor an individual course of treatment meant for you. And then a few weeks after you begin your treatment, Cove will reach out through their secure patient portal to check on how you're feeling. They also offer education on the symptoms of migraines, what may cause the migraines, and other frequently asked questions. They'll break down everything you need to know about migraine headaches and migraine treatment. The Cove website is super informative. It's easy to use. It's super convenient to have the online consultation and your medicine will arrive in a timely manner. So if you suffer from migraine headaches, the last thing you need is to wait to see a doctor with Cove, there's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, you can get your doctor consultation and the first month of treatment for just $30, no medical insurance required. So in order to do that, you visit withcove.com slash big boo. That's W-I-T-H-C-O-V-E dot com slash big boo to get your doctor consultation and your first month of treatment for just $30, no medical insurance required with cove.com slash big boo. Here's the second thing I want to tell y'all. If you have listened to the podcast for any time, you know that Melanie and I tend to mention things that we like and enjoy. Well, we have put some of those things that we like and enjoy in an Amazon shop and you can go find them in all in one place. You just go to amazon.com slash shop slash big boo and you will find a treasure trove of recommendations, things we like, things we enjoy, things we use all in one spot. So if you would like to catch up on what we've been enjoying lately, from the Amazon, that's where to go. Amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. Alrighty, y'all, here we go with the rest of episode 144. So Alex got his driver's license a couple, he got his driver's license a couple of days ago. I can't um, even believe it. I know. And so we, we, uh, I just, for whatever reason, had not called about the car insurance portion of the festivities. Mm, I'm just so sorry. Listen, so I, I go and I had a, a checkup earlier in the week and on the, on the way to the checkup, I called our insurance person and we were talking back and forth and I was like, you know, we need to add him to our car insurance and da, 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 da. Let me tell you something, uh-huh. parents uh-huh. of young children. You might want to start taking your spare change (laughs) and putting that in some sort of holding device. Yep. So that when your first child turns 16, you can take that to the coin star in your grocery Uh store and cash out. Yeah. Because I 
I knew it got more expensive. I knew Uh that. I knew especially that boys are more expensive than girls are. Uh I did not realize that it would triple. Yeah. And, um, and that is without him having, well, no, it didn't quite triple without him having a car. When he gets a car, it will triple and then some, but just to put him on his, on our policy, almost tripled. Oh, no, almost tripled our insurance. Yeah. Just to put him on our policy. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a whole thing that nobody, I feel like that's one of the things nobody really tells you about. You kind of hear people talk about it, but it, that falls in that category. If that's so far away, that doesn't really feel relevant. And then it's here and you're like, oh, we just took a hit. Like we just took a huge hit. Oh, I was so worked up about it by the time I got to the doctor that when the nurse came out to get me, I was like, you're not even going to believe this. I said, <laughs> I'm going to tell you my real problem. I just got off the phone with the insurance. She was like, oh, I'm not even taking your blood pressure today. She said, it'll be, yeah. it'll be sky high. Um, because, you know, I've known them forever. But, but I mean, I was, I was just like, are you, are y'all do this to everybody? Mm-hmm. And I, okay. And I mean, it should, it is what it is. The rates, the people in your, your local insurance office are not setting the rates. I mean, it no. comes from way higher up. They can't do anything about it. They're just, yep. they're just the messenger. Yep. Yep. But I yep. just had no idea. So no. Um, now did they have, did they tell you, because I know that like you get, I mean, it's, it's, this is laughable, but you do get a little bit of a break. Like if you like show, like, I know we showed like report cards, like that they're good students. Like there's, yes. there's some, there's some breaks there for things like that. But yes, we got the good student discount. And then yeah. we're also adding this app to our phones where if we will each do one trip with the app, and uh-huh. your speeds are good and you don't hard break a lot and all that. You get a discount for adding the app. I was oh, like, okay. I want to know about all the discounts. Yeah. Every one of them. And, um, and we've had the same insurance since we've lived in, in Birmingham. So, uh-huh. but, but yeah, so we did, we've, we've, we've tried to, to take advantage of any discount we can, we can get, but it's still just, and yeah, I, it, it will go down a little bit more when, um, when that, driving discount like when we did the app thing it'll 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 get in a little bit more after yeah that. yeah but it does feel like even with the discounts they tell you they're like well here are different ways you can get discounts and you're like great I'm gonna really I'm gonna go wild with that $80 that I'm saving <laughs> that that $80 oh. savings I just got that'll that'll pay for our family vacation so thank you for that so it's, uh, it's something else yeah it is so anyway so that's what um that's what's been going on here it's just kind of um, trying to get some things like that squared away and uh-huh. getting the house stuff squared away. And I don't know. And then I've also been watching um, a whole lot of, you know, I loved The Good Wife when it was on CBS. Yes. Yes. And they started on Sunday night showing The Good Fight, which is the, like the, I don't know what you would call it. It's like, like a, a spin-off. spinoff. Like, like a spinoff. Mm-hmm. It was how the Jeffersons was a spinoff of All in the Family. Remember yes. and Maud, yeah. Um, so I, <laughs> I don't know why I just went. That was let's time travel back to the oldest television moment I can think of. <laughs> what on earth? Yeah, let's just like, take it back to the seventies. Yeah, just, let's let's just hop right back there because yeah, let's go. That's a comfortable let's, place in our heads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There had never been another spinoff since then. That was the most modern one I could come up with. 
Good night. Like what is the, wrong with me? Just like the Jeffersons. Just like the uh, Jeffersons, which half the people are like, what's the Jeffersons? I don't even know what that is. We didn't even go like, I don't know, something no, like. Was, I didn't even do Happy Laverne? Days and Laverne and Shirley. I mean, I, that was yeah. like, I went like so far back. Yeah. Wait, was was Melrose Place a spinoff of 90210? It was. Yes, actually okay. it was. Yeah, that would have been okay. a more modern reference. I mean, still not that modern, but better than what I threw out. Well, it, it it works just the same. Yeah. So okay. they started showing them on Sunday nights. They show two on Sunday nights. Well, I uh-huh. so we DVR'd it. And after I watched the first four, I was like, well, clearly I'm going to have to get CBS All Access because I'm going to need to catch oh, okay. up on them. So I have been watching The Good Fight, which I will say, because it is on CBS All Access and not on network television, just FYI, the language is Uh a lot worse. Um, But in terms of the feel of the show, it's so similar to The Good Wife. Okay, which I love. The writing's great. And um, I don't know. So I've been watching that and um, still watching Handmaid's Tale. Okay. And you still haven't done it, have you? No, I have not. I have not. Okay. Do I need to? Do I, I know you, you don't like things that are that are too dark. So it's pretty dark. It's okay. pretty dark. Okay. Well, I just finished watching all four seasons of Outlander. And I'm going to tell you that it, it has moments it's pretty dark. So as during moments of Outlander, I thought, well, I may have to take back my I don't like things that are dark because this is dark at times. You know, like not all the time, okay. but a lot of the time. But I was like, maybe it just depends on what it is and what my mood is. Because I loved, there again, Outlander. It is not for children. It's not for teenagers. It's not for anybody who is Mm -hmm. not a card-carrying adult. And there are some episodes that if you were going to watch it that I had people caution me, I would want to fast forward through a lot of them. And they Mm -hmm. were correct about that. Okay. That is what I'm going to say. But overall... The story and the whole thing, I love it. Like, I really, like, it sucked me into where, like, I've stayed up way too late too many nights watching the next episode because I needed to know what happened next. But I reached the end last night. I watched my very last one. So, like, my friend Casey told me, I am now a droughtlander because there is no more outlander until the season starts up again. There's no more. No, a droughtlander. Well done. Yeah, well done. I, I powered through. It was, I'm going to tell you, it's been my finest accomplishment this summer is that I have, I haven't cooked much for dinner, but I finished all four seasons of a show that is one hour episodes every single time. So there mm-hmm. you have it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm i on track to to power through the good fight, but okay. I'm, right now I'm just on season, I'm still on season two. So okay. anyway, so I've been watching that. What about reading? Have you been reading anything at all? Um, you know, I, so I'm finally, I, I had been wanting to read this book because I'd seen different people reading it and I've started it and I really do like it. And it's um, called, I miss you when I blink and it's by okay. Mary Laura Philpot and it's a memoir, which, you know, I love a memoir. Um, it's essays. It's like a series of essays, which, you know, I also love that. Um, yes. and it's really good so far. Like, I really like her writing. I really like what she has to say. I think she appears to be about our age. Like, I just, I like the whole book. It's just, if you're looking for just good, um, and I like that it's essays because it's easy to pick up and put down, you know, you don't have to sit mm-hmm. and read it all in one sitting. Um, so it's, it's good. I would, I would recommend it. So I've been reading that. What about you? Well, I, yeah, I've tried three different fiction books. Like, mm-hmm. you know how on Amazon you can get a sample? Like, you, yes. can send, you can send a sample to your Kindle or to your iPad or whatever. 
I have tried three different books. Two had a bit of a royal focus, so I had okay. some hope. Uh-huh. One was so boring, I could not get into it. Uh-huh. One was so contrived and like was trying so hard, as my mama would say, it was just trying to be cute. Yes. Um, was trying so hard to be cute, but in a, like in not endearing way, like it was annoying. Mm. It's like, yeah, um, that I, I didn't like either one of those. Another book was so dark initially. I thought if it is this dark at the beginning, I cannot imagine where we're headed. Oh, yeah. So I've had a little trouble finding something like that just that felt just mindless enough for the summertime, uh-huh, like something uh-huh. that was compelling enough where I wanted to keep reading, but where it wouldn't be so either cheesy and or gruesome slash dark that I would feel guilty about reading or wasting my time reading it. Yeah. You know? so yeah, I know. I think it's, I just, Gully actually just brought me, I have not read and I'm, I'm probably one of the only people in America, but she just brought me little fires everywhere. And she just finished that, that, and she finished it in like a week, which is pretty fast for her to finish a book. And she said it was really good. So I think I'm going to start it next. Um, since I have okay. it, because I did hear everybody say that that was really good. And then I feel like at some point I need to read where the crawdads sing. Cause I feel like everybody has talked about what a great book Same. that is. Yeah, so, I feel like I need to read that too. I, I yeah. keep pulling it up and thinking, I don't, you know how I get when everybody is saying like, "Yes, I know." <sighs> um, I know. I, I know. I've got a book pulled up right now that's like, like I want something that's that's like a beach read, but I don't want uh-huh. to read something that's just, I don't know, that's super predictable. I don't know. I'm just, I'm a, I'm a, a very discontented reader right now I feel like. yes I get it I totally get it I think it's I think it's hard to find that right because it's like a tv show like it just it has to fit your mood like it that's like Outlander it was funny because I was like this really there was a I don't know that I would have always gotten into it but I was like it came at just the right time this summer where I was really <laughs> wanting something and like it fit it fit what I needed you know but uh-huh. I don't know uh-huh. I heard so. a little REO speed, speed wagon in my head. The how can I convince you that what you see is real? Exactly. The search is over. You were with me all yeah, the while. You were with me all the while. It was. Thank you, Outlander. But now mm-hmm. I'm in this thing of now I'm like, well, now I want another show. And I'm going to have to, you know, a lot of trial and error to to figure out what exactly it is that I'm wanting to watch. I know. It's, a, it's so tricky. I mean, if y'all would just add us to your prayer list as far as that's, that's exactly concerned. right. I know. Between can, that and not going to the pool, it feels like what is summer even for? <laughs> just having a real hard time. What is the um, meaning of it all? <laughs> telling you what. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like if you start to watch the good fight, I think you will like it. Okay. It is okay. I will say, I will give fair warning because I know that some people do not like this. It is much more political. Than the good mm-hmm. wife, because okay. a lot of the sort of the catalyst for this for the whole story is that Diane Lockhart is trying to find her way, um, you know, and under this current administration. And so, mm. if that gets on people's nerves, then it would not be a show for you. Okay. Um, you know, I like I like any kind of political like. I like a storyline that's got a political element to it always. So, yes. so it doesn't bother me, but okay. Okay. That's All kind right. of a, that, like, I will watch a movie. I don't care what somebody's agenda is. I just like a political element to a storyline. So yes, I get that. 
Okay. But if that's not okay. your thing, just know that it, it might be a, a long. Then don't do it. Yeah. Then don't then. do it. Walk away. What I've been wanting to go see, I want to go see Mindy Kaling's movie Late Night at the theaters. I and I can't, I can't get anybody in my home to want to go see that with me. But I really want to go see that movie because I just love Mindy Kaling. And I think what she, everything she writes and does, I think, is so funny and good. So that's also on my list. That's on my wish list for the summer. Um, well, you may just have to make that an afternoon with your own self. You know, I agree. I might be able to get Caroline to go with me at some point if I catch her in between all of her social engagements. Maybe she'd go to the movies <laughs> with her mom. I, Alex might go see it with me. He might. Yeah. I haven't really even brought it up, but I, yeah. um, but I would like to see that too. Yeah, sure. you got to catch them at a weak moment. You got to catch them at a moment yeah. where they're bored, but there's not a friend available because otherwise they are not interested. Um, yeah, I made the mistake this morning. Alex woke up and I was like, hey. Yesterday when the painters left and I was going back and I was re-latching all the windows, mm-hmm. your room, the mm-hmm. the general vibe um, in mm-hmm. there, I was trying to mm-hmm. choose my words carefully because, mm-hmm. um, you know, teenagers are just not necessarily, don't necessarily have a reputation for being the most pristine no. um, when it comes, to, but I was like, that is a situation that I uh-huh. think it would be good to address today. That is a, uh-huh. that is a situation that I think it might be nice to handle. Uh-huh. And um, anyway, he was not necessarily delighted with my early morning encouragement, but, no. um, but he's in there getting it done. So yeah, yeah, they need to, I mean, that's, I mean, the, the room situation gets out of hand quick and it's like. And do you find yourself thinking like, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to send this person to live with somebody else at some point. Oh, and for sure. I would prefer that the person that I, that, that has to live with, with him, um, whether that's a college roommate or a post-college roommate, or let's say a wife one day, Uh Mm -hmm. I would prefer that um, there is not resentment over the fact that, we don't always see the need to throw certain things away or to uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. confine yep. our clothes to a certain area. I yep. just feel a lot of, of responsibility in terms of trying to teach some, uh-huh. some habits. Uh-huh. Yeah. I told you the other night the I went in a room and I said, yeah, I said, I'm trying to keep you from being known as a slob in college. I said, yeah. like, mm-hmm. you've got to start picking stuff up and you can't just take off your socks and leave them wherever they are on the floor for days on end. You know, like things need to go back where they belong. You don't need to okay. use your face wipes and then just leave them sitting on the bathroom countertop. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, there's a trash can right there. So you mm-hmm. can turn around and you can throw them away. So, mm-hmm. and I did tell her, I said, if I keep seeing the lids off of products that we've bought, because you've never seen more and listen, I'll own it. She comes back naturally. You've never seen more beauty products than what that child has <laughs> in her bathroom but she leaves the lid off of stuff and I said I'm going to start confiscating them and you're going to have to start paying me to get them back and I Mm -hmm. said because I'm tired of things getting dried out I'm tired of seeing face Mm -hmm. creams that are just left open to gather whatever bacteria Mm -hmm. can get in them like this is enough like we've got to take care of some basic things but it made me so do you did you see this week speaking of this transitions into this so um you know, Jen at Lots of Scots, who has the triplets, who we've followed forever. Yes. And known because her kids are about the same age as ours. Um, but did you see that she had kind of 
crowdsourced on the internet, like a list of things of life skills, like that she, that people felt like she needed to teach her triplets before they left home in three or four years or however long it's going to be. I sure did. Did I did. Uh I did. I'm going to tell you that that list, it was so long and so comprehensive. It stressed me out to no end. Like I appreciated it because I'm like, there's Mm -hmm. some valuable information on here. Number one, I would say a good 50% of that list. I was like, I need somebody to teach me how to do that. First of all, those are still life skills I don't have. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, there's not nearly enough time. If we can just get her to make her bed, that's, I'm, that's where we are. Like, I can't, I was like, this is, there's a lot of things that go into being a a grown up. There's a lot of things that go into being a grown up, but here's what it did. It reminded me of how much we learned because it was just a part of our daily lives. Like calling somebody to make an appointment. Yes. We, we had to do that because that was your only way to make an appointment. Exactly. Like you just, you just, you had to, you had to conduct phone business Mm -hmm. pretty early on in your teenage years because that was how you communicated with people. Yeah. So, so, so just the phone business category alone, like, yeah. Ooh, I even this week, I made a point of, there were several times when, when I needed to communicate something to our, our very kind and wonderful painters, when I would send Alex outside to do that, Uh just so he, just that whole, like, learning to communicate face to face with people in a kind way and, and kind of problem solve some things, but because I feel like that doesn't happen nearly as often as it did when I was young. No, you know what I mean? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Because everything can be so automated that you don't have to do all that. And I'm still bad about, I mean, I like, I'll put off making a dentist appointment just because I'm like, well, I've got, that means I've got to make a phone call, you know, like, but if I can schedule it online, that's a different deal. Listen, our dermatologist does like you can, you can do your appointments online Uh and it's amazing how much more you're like, oh, I'll make an appointment as opposed to you know, having to get on the phone and call somebody, yeah but, yeah, but you still have to learn how to get on the phone and call somebody. So you do, you do No, but there's a lot of life skills that involve like social interaction that, that the kids need to learn because it's not stuff that they have to do on a regular basis. Right. So I, um, I, I think that list is on Jen's Instagram. I will, I will put that link in there as best I yeah. can. Cause it was a um, good, I mean, I was like, it's a good like guideline. Like I was like, this is a lot of stuff, but I thought, and then some of that stuff I was like reading it and I was like, well, I do know how to do that. But when did I learn? Like my parents didn't teach me how to do that. Mm-hmm. How did I learn to do that? I guess just by trial and error. I don't know. Yeah. It's something else. Yeah. And then I was like, then there's other things like how to change a tire on the side of the road, which I thought, well, still don't know how to do that. and not interested in learning. <laughs> Yeah. Here's how I do that. I call AAA. I was going to say, I'm going to call a number and say, hey, I'm going to make an appointment and say, hey, I'm stuck on the side of the road. Will you come change my tire? Uh-huh. So, because that falls into that thing of, and you know, Perry's real big on being able to do stuff yourself. And do you remember it was like two summers ago where like, or maybe last summer where our air conditioning drained, something in the attic had gotten stopped up and it like started leaking through Caroline's bathroom ceiling. And I discovered it at like yes. three in the morning and it was like a whole thing. And I woke him up and then he made me go up in the attic with him so he could show me how to do it in case that happened again next time. And I remember oh. thinking, mm. I, listen, I love you so much for believing that I'm a better person than I am. Mm-hmm. But if you think mm-hmm. I would do anything other than call a repairman, if you weren't here to fix this, then you are sadly mistaken and don't mm-hmm. know who you married. So mm-hmm. 
in no scenario am I climbing up in the attic by myself. And with me, it's not even an unwillingness to try to fix the problem. It's as much as it is a fear that I will further damage whatever is damaged or mess up like you know a yes. whole other element uh, that that was previously uninvolved yeah it's why I don't try to clear I don't try to clear drains in my house like, yes I don't I don't want I don't want to mess up plumbing like that's that's why people are are skilled and gifted in that area uh-huh. is to help people who are not skilled and gifted in that area and I will, I will help somebody with their commas if they need help with those. But yeah. I don't, I don't have any business messing with that kind of stuff. I'm not that kind of intelligent. That is a whole other level yeah. of intelligence that I do not possess. Yeah, it's a different. And then this, like Perry and I had this conversation this week. So Caroline, um, she has a car that's going to be hers when she turns 16. And it had, like, we knew somewhere something was leaking in it. Like there was, there was something that was leaking water into the interior, but we were having to figure out where it was from. And I said, well, I've noticed, I said, that's funny. I said, cause I've noticed in my car, the last couple of times I've gone through the car wash, I said, there's like a little trickle of water that goes down the inside of my back window. So I said, so there's a leak somewhere. And he was like, and when did, when were you going to tell me about that? Cause that's a big deal. <laughs> And I said, I don't know. I just figured, hey, it's just one little trickle of water. He said that you're seeing. He was like, but what? He goes, what's your mindset? Like he couldn't. And I said, it's just, it's not a big deal. It's like one trickle of water. I said, it wasn't worth mentioning. He said, I can't even talk to you about this anymore. Like uh-huh. he was so like, this is why? Uh huh. This is where David and Perry need to form a support group. Yes. Because I can decide it doesn't matter. And you know what? It doesn't matter to me yeah. anymore. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I can make up my mind. It's not a big deal. And it's not a big deal. Like yep. I'm not, I'm not at waking at night trying to puzzle through it or figure it out. No, nope. like, like David would no more neglect that kind of occurrence. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it, it would, it would, it would go against the, the core of who he is. Yeah. I can dismiss it with ease. Oh, absolutely. And I can be mm-hmm. like, I'm not even going to think about the fact that maybe there's like mold growing under like the (laughs) the floorboards in the back of my car. That doesn't really bother me. It doesn't Mm -hmm. rain that often in San Antonio. I can just Mm -hmm. wipe that little piece of water off the back of the inside of my windshield. It probably doesn't mean anything, but like that Mm -hmm. was not his viewpoint of it. And Mm -mm. now what's going to happen is is he's going to tear up the whole interior of my car if he has to, to figure out why that's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You just get ready for the, for the day when you look outside and he has the back door uh-huh. of your car completely off of it yeah and because, opened up yeah because he's going to source out that problem whereas I would mm-hmm. have just you know until basically it was like a baby pool in the back of my car <laughs> I would have let that go so did y'all find the source of the leak in Caroline's car yes we think it's through the sunroof and so okay. which he has now told me means that they're gonna to have to tear out the headliner of the car and do something with some drains and it's I, I don't know, it sounded like a lot, but apparently it's going to be a project that he and Caroline are going to work on together, which there again falls into categories of that's not my problem. So that. Wait, wait, wait. You mean they're going to fix that? Themselves? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. no, ma'am. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's going to supposedly happen. Yep, that's what's. So anyway, if I tell you, if, if our next podcast, I say I have since moved out of my home. <laughs> But, you know, that's one reason why David loves his Jeep so much is because essentially it's like a big Tonka truck. 
That's you know, uh-huh. it, like all the pieces fit together a certain way, and it's you can you know you can snap something off and yeah, and snap something else in, and like he loves all that. That's yeah. his, he he adores it. Yeah, so. and that's Perry too. I mean, he'll he's been watching YouTube videos on how to how to fix this problem. Like when other people have had, he reads forums. He does so there again. Mm-hmm. He it's it's a problem for him to solve, and he will he'll gripe about it, but he somewhere he wants to solve it because I'm like if you didn't really want to, you would do what I would do, which is call a mechanic. So right. you're wanting to fix it. So um, it'll be he and Caroline. So congratulations. Instead of a summer at the pool, you're going to get to help take your car apart this summer, like mm-hmm. a science project. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but. I would just appeal to the kindness of strangers, pretty much. Yes. I would just, I would have to go another route. Well, I guess then this brings us to the conclusion of episode 144. That's right. That's right. It's been fun. It has been fun. I don't have any, like, I don't, I don't have any exciting new recipes. I don't have any exciting new products. I mm-hmm. don't have any, I don't have anything exciting, but I am rested if that counts mm-hmm. for anything. Like I, mm-hmm. I, and, um, and my, my house is getting cleaned out a little bit by little bit. So well, there you go. I can good. tell you a lot about, um, the Scottish revolution of 17, <laughs> 45. If anybody wants to know about that, I can tell you about um, the American Indians um, and and that whole situation, because that was also part of Outlander. I can tell you about soccer, if you are interested in knowing anything okay. about soccer. Um, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll check back in in a week or so. Though. Yep. And I know when our schedules align. When our schedules align, when we're 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 not having to manage our dogs, essentially, exactly, and uh, um, and we will talk to y'all later. Okay, bye everybody. Bye y'all.